You are listening to the ABC Business Show, and here are your hosts, Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Hello, and welcome to the ABC Business Show, where we help entrepreneurs make their dreams a reality. Hello, my name is Kerry. I am joined, as always, with MJ and Elise. Hey, ladies, what's going on this week? Hey, this is a good one. I love being back in the studio and recording podcasts with you girls. I'm just going to say ditto since I've got to do a lot of talking today. (laughs) Perfect. So we are up to podcast 26. Hey, that puts us like an entire half year. There you go. So uh, if you have not already uh, liked and subscribed to our podcast on Spotify and Apple, then I encourage you to go ahead and do that. And we would love for you to give us a review as well. If you are enjoying listening to our podcasts and finding the information helpful, then we would love for you to uh, give us a review, share it with your friends, and uh, help us to uh, get our message out there. Okay, ready to get started, ladies? Yep. Yep. All right. So we are talking about balance sheets today and helping you to understand them. So uh, Elise is going to lead us through this one. So what's our quote for the day, Elise? As long as you're thinking, think big. Ooh, I like that. I do like that one. So, okay. So balance sheets. So that's what I do. So I get the balance sheet, but I come across so many business owners that don't understand their balance sheets. So uh, Elise, can you share with our listeners, what is that balance sheet all about? The balance sheet is a very necessary statement amongst all the financial statements that are can be done. Also, the balance sheet is just a name. There are other names. So when I do financial statements, I have at least 40 different types of titles that I can put on them. So we're just talking about the concept of assets, liabilities, and equity. And that the language in accounting that is necessary for business owners to understand balance sheet is one of them, but you don't have to know what I know. You just need to find out the tools that you need and understand those so that you can help evaluate where you are. That is so funny that you said that. I just had a coaching call with a client this morning and he's very successful. He's the owner of this business. And he made a comment about how he gets the sales and the marketing side of the business, but the financial and accounting side, because I just feel like that's a whole bunch of jargon and complicated terms that accountants made up to hide what's going on. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. That just the fact that you just said about all the terminology and everything was like, yep, what this client says. So yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, from a coaching standpoint, from a business coach standpoint, we dip into this. We, we talk about balance sheets and coaching and they're like, isn't this a conversation I should be having with my accountant? And I'm like, absolutely. But do you know what questions to ask the accountant? No, you need to know enough about it to know what questions to ask. So I guess it's just not just for accountants, right? Well, it's not. And um, just because we manage and take care of the numbers and put them in the right places doesn't mean it's just for accountants. Um, However, I just want to say that I cannot explain the hundreds of standards and principles of accounting to anyone. It takes a lot of years um, to understand and learn that. Accountants spend four to five years learning fundamentals, standards, principles, and how to create a proper balance sheet and other statements. So they have their purpose and fill the niche for business owners that are needed for precision and accuracy 
and done properly. Proper is a big deal in my line of business. Mm -hmm. So business owner can learn to understand their balance sheet. Which is so important for the success of their business. So, so at least tell our listeners, what do they as business owners need to know? So an entrepreneur, as MJ said earlier, needs to know what questions to ask their accountant. That is so important. Now, they start, you can learn how to evaluate and read the balance sheet, as well as all the other financial statements. Our listeners can learn basics known as keys to start up, maintain, and grow profitably. Hmm. Can you give us a, a simple explanation for what you mean by that? Sure. Well, let's look at the structure of the balance sheet. So grab a pen and paper, draw a large T on your paper. Oh, my favorite T sheets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. So there's a left side and a right side. On the left side, write assets, things that you own in parentheses. Okay. On the right side, write liabilities and equity. Parentheses, things that you owe plus your investment. Close parentheses. Aha. Uh -huh. All right. Now on the left side, under assets, you're going to write cash. Next line, AR. Next line, inventory. Next line, PPE. What does PPE stand for? Property, plant, and equipment. All right. And for some of our listeners, what is AR? Accounts receivable. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Now on the right side, write under uh, liabilities and equity, write AP, it stands for accounts payable. Yep. Under that, NP, N like in Nancy, P like in Paul, that stands for notes payable. Under that, write owner investment. Under that, write earnings current. And under that, write earnings retained. Now you've drawn a picture of the basic fundamentals of a balance sheet. Now there are lots of other accounts and lots of things, but if you look at those, what you have on the left-hand side are things that you want to protect. Your assets need to be protected. What you own needs to be protected. And that's part of managing business. The other thing on there is you wanna collect your receivables. That's really, really important. You wanna pay only your bills that are due. You want to spend less than you make. You learn what to push to improve profits. Can I just interject for a second? Sure. I love that you said collect your AR. When I'm working with a new client and they're struggling to make a profit, I cannot tell you how many of them have outstanding accounts receivable. It's just a pot of gold hidden behind at the end of a rainbow and they haven't gone to collect it. That is absolutely correct. And that's one of the first things that I get in with a client that I'm coaching or that I'm consulting is a system. There are systems for collecting those things. So we get a system in and all of a sudden they're surprised how people are willing to pay. Yes. And all of a sudden their cash becomes a different picture. Absolutely. What do you find, Carrie? What What's the biggest thing you find when you're working with somebody on this? Yeah, that's, I mean, I go straight to the AR report, straight to that over 90 days. Yep. And you know, when you start pointing that out to, you know, the client and you start asking them questions like, hey, what's going on with this? Oh yeah, I need to call them. Okay, what's happening with this? 
oh yeah, he was supposed to send me a check two weeks ago. And there's always a story behind every single one. And when mm -hmm. you go through it, it's like, hey, that was $40,000 that should be in your bank account and not in your plan's bank accounts. And and sometimes it's just one of those things where they don't realize how it adds up. I think it's very easy for business owners to think it's one invoice here, one invoice there, but you add that together and you can be talking some significant money. So yeah, you know what I find too, is they're just, they're afraid of conflict, right? Yes. They don't want to look like they're desperate for the money. They don't want to look like they're begging for the money and you have to get their mindset right. Mm -hmm. And and that's where I say, they, you did this work. They right. owe you this mm -hmm. money. You just need to be consistently reminding them that that money needs to come. Because I've also worked with business owners that have accounts payable and they just leave them on a stack on their desk. And they're like, I'll pay that bill when somebody calls me. They right. call them, they go through the stack on their desk, they pull the one out they got called on and then they pay it. Mm -hmm. So really it's like, you're just being a savvy business owner by following up on that. They're not going to feel like you're a nag. They're not going to feel negative feelings for you because you want to get paid for the work you did. Right? One of the simplest businesses that I can give you an example of is one that has no accounts receivable. All right. Now that is a business that turns and burns. Their profit shows up every single day mm -hmm. on the books. So mm -hmm. it always depends on how a, why, how a business owner has set up their business and so setup is crucial. So we're trained in efficiency and things like that as a financial statement auditor. And so that's one of the things we do is set you up so that it is easy and simple. So these kind of issues don't become a problem. And you've got your systems and your processes in place. And you know exactly what to do when anything gets out of order. Yeah. And so entrepreneurs are usually really good at picturing things in balance mm -hmm. and things making sense. And so when any of us talk to an entrepreneur and they go, yeah, you're right. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it says, how did you know? That's the next question that comes. How do you see that? How'd you figure that out? And it's we're number crunchers and we can we're good at observing what is going on. Right. right. I have a client I just started working with that are on track to do 18 million this year in revenue. Their accounts receivable, zero. Wow. They don't give terms to anybody. Everybody pays for the materials in full before it goes to their warehouse. That's and, right. You know, I just said I said, that is awesome. And they could easily be in a position you know, to give terms, but that's what they've decided. So that way they don't have the expense of having to have someone track all of that. They don't have the expense of somebody having to, you know, call and you know, chase all those over in right. invoices. It saves so much money in so many other areas. And I don't think people have an issue today like they did before of, you know, being just paying for stuff there and then, you know. Right. Well, one of our biggest quotes that we use, time is money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you know, what is another great quote, teach people how to treat you. You yes. teach people how to treat you. Great. If you set up terms in the beginning with your business that says you can pay me within 30 days, you're teaching them to wait to pay that bill. That's right. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that assume they have 30 days. So oh, you, have yeah. to, you have to crack the whip on them. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So uh, Elise, what is our tip for the week? There is no such thing as an unrealistic goal, just unrealistic timeframes. Business is all about timing. And, um, you know, so go for it, whatever your dream is. Absolutely. Life is too short as well. So.
So awesome. That was a lot of great information. So this might be one of those podcasts where you need to listen to it again and pause it and you know, go through that exercise that Elise talked us through, because I think that really gives a very clear, concise way of understanding your balance sheet. Um, and I think that will just kind of open up a lot of eyes. So awesome. Thank you so much, Elise. We will be back next week uh, where we will be talking about payroll, everybody's favorite subject. <laughs> and we will be talking about should you as a business owner be processing payroll yourself? So like I said, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the ABC Business Show with Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Make sure you tune in next week.